The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode number 39, where we are going to explore the top five questions about homeschooling. So over the years, probably almost the past 10 years, I've received lots of questions about homeschooling from friends and parents just like you. Perhaps your questions are similar. So today, I thought I could share with you the top five FAQs that I get about homeschooling. Those questions, uh, the most common ones that are sent my way. And no matter where you are on your homeschooling journey, I think listening to these questions and my suggestions for each one will help you feel like you're on the right track, but also uh, realize, help you realize that you are not alone. All right, here we go. The top five questions about homeschooling. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the five questions and then I'm going to give you uh, some tips for each one. So question number one, which curriculum should I buy? <laughs> question number two, when things seem to be falling apart, what are the most important homeschooling activities to fit in? Three, how can I teach multiple children and juggle different ages? Four, how can I feel confident and know that we're on the right track? And five, how do you stay the course and keep your enthusiasm high on the homeschooling journey? All right, let's dive into these top questions one at a time, and I'll give you three, my three top tips for each one. 
Okay, the first question, which curriculum should I buy? (laughs) Here are my top three tips. There's no one ideal curriculum. (laughs) We search and search for that perfect with a capital P curriculum thinking, oh, this is what people say. I need an open and go curriculum or I'm really busy and uh, which one should I use or I want one that's more this and less that or... I have multiple ages of kids or I, you know, it goes on and on. People ask their, tell me their specific situation and ask which curriculum I would recommend. And yes, there are some like grade level curriculum packages that are, some are better than others. At the same time, there's no one ideal curriculum, right? Uh, So here's what I recommend. Here's my second tip is ask around, right? You can ask friends, you can ask in in homeschooling groups that you might be a part of, in Facebook groups that you might be um, involved with, and then just choose, right? Because if you choose to purchase a grade level, like a grade specific curriculum package, it's really important to except that you'll never use it completely as is. And you'll probably only use about maybe 60% of it at most, really anywhere from probably 30% to 75%. So if you're okay with that, with using the curriculum more as a resource and reference guide than a day-to-day plan, go for it, right? It's really helpful to see how someone else lays it out. But please understand that the real curriculum is the one that you create when you're working with your children or your child on a daily basis, not the one you purchase. So just know that creating your own curriculum plan is also a valid option if you want my support in doing this, come join Homeschool with Waldorf, which is a mentorship community where you can get the training, coaching, and uh, set aside time for planning that you need so that you can homeschool with confidence. And you can check that out at artofhomeschooling.com slash homeschool with Waldorf. The most important thing I want you to take away in thinking about which curriculum should I buy is that there is no one perfect curriculum and there are pros and cons of every single one. You won't use the whole thing. So just pick one. (laughs) Okay. Question number two, when things seem to fall apart, what are the most important activities or aspects of homeschooling? that I need to fit in. Another way to put this is, what's your minimum baseline or what should my minimum baseline be? All right. There are three basics that I want to encourage you to include when you're thinking about this. So these are for those days where Uh, someone is sick or you're exhausted or you're about to leave for vacation or you've just gotten back from a big trip or you're helping out your aging parents, all kinds of scenarios. You've just had a baby. So um, three important things to include. Uh, Observing your children for what they need. So that's first is to observe your children. The second is to bring them 
the learning through the lively arts and stories. Uh, and the third is to uh, strengthen your rhythm so that they have a sense of predictability and you all can f- experience a feeling of peace. So uh, observe your child or children, bring the lively arts and uh, strengthen your daily rhythm. All right. Next tip is put these three keys on a sticky note, right? So that you can come back to them again and again to remind you of what's most important, right? Rhythm, a simple plan, self-care. Like what is the very most important aspect to you? You get to decide um, uh, the most important aspects of your homeschooling, but don't pick more than two or three. I always use the phrase, think in threes, pick one, which simply means You can have three goals, but start with one of them, right? And then I like this rule of thumb. I created this rule of thumb, which I call, and you could adopt this or create something similar for yourself, but I call it the 30-30-30 guideline. And for your minimum baseline, what I'm suggesting is 30 minutes of reading, 30 minutes of math practice, and 30 minutes outdoors and you're good, right? It could even be 20 minutes of each, but that could be your minimum baseline for those days or phases of life where it's the the homeschooling is really hard to get to. Um, Remember that your children are learning all the time, and if you can provide a little bit of structure, then uh, that can really help you feel confident, more confident and like you're carrying this homeschooling along. Third question is, how can I teach multiple children of different ages? It's a juggle, that is for sure, because, you know, a mainstream brick and mortar school is grade by grade. That's how it's set up. Curriculum is often sold that way, right? If you want a full curriculum package, you're going to buy grade three or grade five. And um, yet in our homeschools, many of us have more than one child. So then we begin to wonder how in the heck am I going to do that? Uh, So find ways of overlapping as many activities as you can so that you do at least some things together uh, as a family. You can do some activities together and some activities separately, Uh, but you want at least some of the learning to be a group experience. Uh, Another tip that I can give you is to ask older children to play with or do lessons with or simply read aloud to younger ones. So perhaps you have four kids and you can have the oldest uh, doing something with the youngest while you're working with the middle two together doing a lesson, something like that. Uh, If you have just one in the grades and a really young one, that young one is just most of the time going to want to come along with you. And so let them be by your side. Remember, homeschooling takes place at home. (laughs) And so uh, we're a family first, right? We are interested in uh, cultivating those connections with each of our children. 
And then my third tip is to consider your family to be your community. Uh, Rudolf Steiner, the creator of the Waldorf approach, actually said to his very first teachers that he wanted one of their main goals to be developing a sense of community in the classroom. So I often say, well, as homeschoolers, our community is the family. And that's the, we want a sense of the whole family to come through. So do what you can to strengthen that sense of community. All right, now we're on to question four, which is, how can I feel more confident? <laughs> this is a question we all ask at various stages of this homeschooling journey. So how can I feel more confident and know that we're on the right track? All right, here are my tips for you. Uh, if you're bringing your children the very best stories that you can find, right, and hands-on artistic activities appropriate for their age, you are on the right track, my friend. And it doesn't have to be perfect, right? I talk oftentimes about the, the lively arts, the seven lively arts, which are drawing, painting, movement, music, speech, drama, and storytelling or stories and uh, and modeling. There you go. It's seven plus one, so it's really eight. Those are the lively arts, and um, you don't have to be bringing them all every single day. So if you have content that's rich in stories and you engage in some of these lively arts each day, you're on the right track because it really does build up over time. All right. Also, I encourage you to know that bringing more rhythm to your days is will really help you stay on track in a deeper way. So if you want to explore rhythm further, this idea of a daily rhythm or a flow of activities, I have some podcast episodes that can really help you out. The first one I did on rhythm is episode number three. But I also have a, uh, a freebie for you over on my website. So my suggestion is create a daily rhythm chart for your family that either pictorially or, um, you know, in words shows that flow of activities and then hang it up on your wall, right? So that everyone is uh, can see it and is knows exactly what to expect. If you want some help with this, check out my free guide. It's called Save Your Homeschooling Day, Three Steps to Rescue Your Rhythm for a Simple, Happy Homeschool. And you can get a copy of it over at artofhomeschooling.com slash free guide. And remember that confidence comes from experience, right? So small wins count. Every little win counts. And I encourage you to be flexible and gentle with yourself. It's a creative process, right? It's not always linear. So remember that teaching is an art, right? It is an art as much as it is a science. And it's the doing that counts. So don't get hung up on all the thinking or don't get stuck in your head wondering, am I doing this right or not? Just engage in some wonderful activities with your kids and the confidence will grow. I promise you. All right. 
Question number five is, how do you stay the course and keep your enthusiasm high? Of course, you're not going to be <laughs> overly you know, perfect at this. You're not going to be the most enthusiastic homeschooling parent every single day. But I do have some tips for you that can really help. And the first one is, Know that homeschooling is where you have the most freedom to individualize your child's education. You can meet each child right where they are and help them discover their unique gifts. And after all, that's what we're after. You know, that's what we want for our children. I know that this takes a certain element of trust and faith, and that can be difficult, especially when we start out on this journey. But many have gone before you and proved that this is true. All right. Another suggestion is to lighten up and be playful. Um, Bring surprises. I love to start a new main lesson block, you know, a new month with a surprise, something that our children don't expect. And have fun. Remember to laugh a lot and enjoy your time with your children. And my final tip for how to keep your enthusiasm high or stay the course is to take good, really good care of yourself. Good sleep, exercise and movement, healthy food, and fun. <laughs> um, all of this self-care, self-care is not selfish, right? It's it's not an add-on or a luxury for when you have extra time because you won't have extra time, <laughs> believe me. Self-care is critical, right? And it helps you feel good so that you can show up as your best, um, your very best self and bring that to your children. Be, so that you can be really totally present with them. Self-care also increases your chances of this homeschooling gig, like working out for everyone uh, for the long haul, you know, in the long run. All right. Well, I hope that these FAQs about homeschooling provide just the reminders that you need today. And I want to end um, just with three things that I really hope you can take away from this episode. The first is you are not alone. And if you want a community of homeschoolers, come join Homeschool with Waldorf. You can find it, um, the, a link over in the show notes. Uh, but if you're looking for support and fellow travelers on your homeschooling journey, we would love to have you. So the first is you are not alone. And the second is you are exactly where you need to be. Trust that. <laughs> and finally, you are exactly what your children need. All important reminders for all of us. So thanks so much for tuning in today. And you can find the show notes for this episode with the links to any of the resources that I recommend over at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode. 39. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.